Christy Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. Welcome, you guys. Today's episode is going to be about how to choose yourself. Sounds really easy. There's a lot more to it that I want to dive in and talk about. So we're just going to get going. Choosing yourself is something that sounds easy, but I think a lot of people really actually struggle with it because, you know, come across people pleasers, you come across people who don't believe in themselves, you come across people who think that they have to put other people before them, whatever it may be, whatever situation that you find yourself in where it's hard for you to put yourself first, this is what we want to try and accomplish today, how to switch your mindset so that you are coming first in your life. I think it's really important to be loyal to you, be trustworthy to yourself, have faith in yourself. We say all these things about like, you know, having a higher belief system, which I totally believe in, but it all comes from within you. (laughs) This podcast should just be called The voice within, because I say it every episode, but everything starts from within. If we don't believe in ourselves, if we don't know how to put ourselves first, we're never going to make any strides to being in a better mindset, a safer, sweeter home inside our minds. All right, so first I want to talk about how to choose yourself daily. Give yourself some type of time for yourself every single day. And until that becomes a priority for you, you're not going to make time for it. I've realized that a lot of people will come up with any excuse they can until they're actually ready to do it. So this could look like setting your alarm clock for 15 minutes earlier in the morning to get up, have a cup of coffee, stretch, I don't know, take a shower, meditate, go for a run, whatever it is that you will feel fulfilled by for the day, do that. Do it first. If it has to be at 4 a.m., that's okay. If you have kids that get up at 6 and you just can't fathom waking up any earlier than that, I'm talking about myself, (laughs) find a portion of the day where you can or after they go to bed. If you're on your lunch break, go sit in your car and meditate. There's so many ways to choose yourself to help fill your cup. And that has to be on a daily because it changes the way that you start to live your life. When you start to put yourself first, everything around you starts to change. If you give and show yourself love, if you give and show yourself respect, and if you give and show yourself compassion you automatically start doing that for other people. Because again, everything starts from within. So self-care, self-love. I know it's a big thing on social media, you know, like self-care Sundays, but it's true. It shouldn't just be on Sundays though. It should be every single day. Do something that makes you just genuinely, intrinsically happy or at peace every single day. All right, another way to choose yourself is choosing how you respond or react to anything external, anything that happens to you and how you then respond or react to it. You get to choose that 
And I think a lot of people think that they don't get to choose it. You think you have to be angry. You have to be happy. You have to be melancholy, whatever it may be, because society has kind of put that on you. So if someone yells at you, your natural reaction, maybe from the way that you've learned growing up, maybe from what you've seen on TV, or maybe yourself is just doesn't know how to choose another way. When someone yells at you, you yell back. But wouldn't it be cool if you could choose a different reaction? If you could choose to just walk away or not say anything or (laughs) smile and know that whatever this person is going through, they're just projecting it onto you. And you can choose to not take that on. You can choose to say, I don't like this space right now. I'm going to walk away. I don't like you yelling at me. I'm going to walk away. I hear the anger in your voice. I want to know what's going on. You get to choose how you respond. And it doesn't always have to be in a negative, reactionary way. When people hear this, you know, you can choose to change. You can choose how you feel. You can choose to think a different way. I think that there's such a resistance because it's hard. (laughs) It's hard to change It's even harder to want to change and then realize it doesn't happen overnight. I think people want to change and then they realize like, oh shit, I kind of have to put work into it every single day for it to actually happen for me. Then it's, it's just easier to stay the way that you've always been. But it's not impossible to change. It's not impossible to choose yourself and want to choose peace and happiness on a regular basis. It's going to take some time, but if you put yourself first every day, you give yourself love, respect, and compassion, then those things naturally start to occur. So yes, it may be hard. Yes, it may be heavier emotionally. Yes, it may take longer But there's never a time where you can't change. Like, think about old people. I mean, (laughs) think about our elderly that we respect and love and treasure because of their vast knowledge and wisdom. Honestly, the the amount of older people that I know (laughs) make me laugh because they all just live exactly the way they want to live. They've gone through so much of their life and then now they, like, realize I don't need to do this. I don't have to believe in that. I can say what I want. Like, I'm me. A really good book for this is Tuesdays with Maury or The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. You start to read books like this and realize that people have regrets of just not loving more, of not being happier, of not being more at peace with themselves. And so why don't we start that? Why don't we do it instead of regret it? later on let's choose ourselves now so that when we're 80 years old we're not sitting talking to a 20 some year old being like yeah i wish i would have chosen to love more i wish i would have chosen to slow down i wish i would have chosen happiness over anger let's just do it let's just choose that all right here's a good story on choice and choosing yourself long story short my parents got divorced when i was 17 or 18, senior year in high school. My brother also was going through a lot at that time. So going from a family unit of four down to pretty much like being by myself. I lived with my dad, but it wasn't the relationship 
the way that I used to have it with him. Because of the like sudden break in my family, I lost my sense of security. And I looked for that sense of security, that sense of validity of who I was externally. And as an 18 year old, what are you doing? You're, you know, going out and hanging out with friends. A lot of friends are flighty at that point in time. You're moving from high school to college. You lose people, they move. A lot goes on in that transitional period of your life. And so to dump losing your like home base as well, I really was just kind of lost. And I didn't know how to choose myself. So like I said, I was looking for that validation externally. So I would get really upset, like irrationally mad when people would cancel plans on me. And I would lash out. I would be angry. I have friends. God bless them for still being in my life and realizing (laughs) that that was a phase that I went through. That I, I would just freak out on them because I didn't know how to find my own sense of self. I didn't know how to provide security from within. And so when I'm handing that power to somebody else and they cancel it, they cancel our plans, they cancel my trust, then I'm like, you know, throwing up the middle finger. Looking back on that, and somebody brought this up the other day because I had someone cancel on me. And instead of getting upset, I was like, you know what? Okay, that's fine. Obviously, it's upsetting because you want to see the people that you make plans with. But I didn't feel a sense to like lash out on them. It didn't ruin my day the way that it used to. And that's because I've chosen to understand that I'm in charge of how I feel and what I do. And I can't control anybody else outside of me. They get to choose what they want for themselves. So if they're choosing to cancel on me, either A, they were in the wrong mindset and it probably wouldn't have been the type of hangout that you wanted anyway because obviously they had a thought of not wanting to come. Or B, that you know, life happens. And if you would like the same graces, if you have to cancel on somebody, give that same grace to somebody else. I've learned very, very, very long and hard, but I've learned that I can only choose how I feel. I can't choose how anyone else feels or what anyone else does. And it feels empowering. And it it makes life a little bit easier because I just get to choose me and what I do and how I feel. Having to feel like you have to control what other people do to make you happy, that is a game you'll never win. People want other people to do things for them the way that they would do it, the way that they want it done. And you kind of just have to look at that situation and be like, it's never going to be the way that you're getting it done because you're not doing it. You're putting your trust into somebody else to do it for you. Now, I'm not talking about like boss and employee, like get a task done. I'm talking about you're handing somebody else the keys to your trust and you're saying, hey, I need you to help me build up my trust. So you need to do this for me so that I can trust you so that I know what trust feels like. That's not fair. That's not fair to that person and that's not fair to yourself or your heart. You have to build your own trust from within. You have to be able to listen to the instinct of saying, can I trust this person or can I not? And yes, maybe you give them a trial run, but you also get to choose how you feel if they don't meet your expectations. Last year, I read a book by Gabby Bernstein 
I don't remember which book it was. She has written quite a lot, and to be honest, I would recommend any of them. But in one of them, she writes about the choose again method. And so this is kind of a way to help you choose and put yourself first. Basically, what she says is the steps in choosing again. The first step is notice your fear or your feelings or your thoughts. How your fears start sabotaging you. And this can be on a grand scale scale, or it can be like something very, very small. I took a bartending job last summer and I very quickly realized that I didn't like it. So my thoughts started turning so negative towards it. I would drive in every day just hating it. Okay, so that's, you're noticing that that's going on. I'm noticing that I don't like this bartending job, but I'm still doing it. So then number two, you have to forgive the fear. You have to pretty much tell yourself, I'm sorry that I took this bartending job. I know that I don't like it. So we're acknowledging it and we're saying we're sorry for putting ourselves in that position. And then number three is we're going to choose something different. So what is the best thought or feeling towards this bartending job I can have right now? If I absolutely need the job, how can I shift my perspective? How can I choose a different thought process to somewhat enjoy what I'm doing? For me, (laughs) my choice was to leave the job. Um, This is a podcast for a different day, but I wholeheartedly believe that you can leave whatever job makes you unhappy because there will always be another job. So choosing again, number one, notice the fear, how your thoughts start sabotaging you and your happiness. Number two, forgive it, forgive that thought, forgive that action, say out loud, I forgive this and I'm get, I get to choose a different way. And then number three, choose that way, but make sure you're choosing it for your highest good. So I chose to leave, but other people could choose to look at bartending as, you know, your income. It it provides you food. It gives you a sense of purpose, of self. You get to interact with people. You get to create fun drinks. Like there's so many different thought processes that you can take instead of, I hate this job. So yeah, if you don't like the choices that you're making, make sure you remind yourself that you can choose again. You need to believe in you. Choose your own self. Choose your ideas, your gut, your heart, your intuition, your mindset. You're the owner of it. That's so freaking cool, right? I like to write. I'm actually looking right now at two separate notebooks, two different printouts from my phone notes, and then handwritten notes on printer paper. I... (laughs) have like probably eight notebooks. I just write a lot. Okay. That's the point. I write a lot. That's why I need a podcast to just get it all out there. But I was rereading some of the things that I wrote and I came across something that fits well with the idea of choosing yourself. It says there are tools that will help to save you with the help of your voice. The inside world becomes the freedom of your choice. If you start relying on these new tools that you're building up for yourself, you get to start choosing how your inside world looks. And however your inside world looks is how your outside world is going to look. It all starts from within.
You have to believe in you for anyone else to believe in you. You have to choose yourself for anyone else to choose yourself. It's not selfish to choose yourself. As with everything that I say, not anything is definite. Not anything is going to fit every single person's mold. What I will say is choosing yourself and putting yourself first every day and choosing self-care and self-love and self-respect and self-compassion It doesn't mean that you neglect other people's feelings or thoughts. It doesn't mean that you neglect your kids or your husband or your employees or your animals or whoever you live with and surround yourself with. There is a difference between choosing yourself, meaning you're not taking care of anyone else, and choosing yourself, meaning if I don't take care of myself, I'm not going to be able to take care of anyone else. You can't give what you don't have. I'm reading a book right now called The Truth of Everything by Brianna Weist. Like I said, life is a series of choices. She has a passage in this book that basically says, think about where you were a year ago. You have made every single choice between where you were a year ago and where you are today. So why not apply that idea to the rest of your life? Choose yourself, choose your next step, and see where it takes you. Okay, so that was kind of short and sweet. As long as we know that life is a series of choices, as long as we know that we can choose again, that we can always put ourselves first, and that we should put ourselves first, life is going to be pretty sweet. Alright, you guys, that's all for me today. So if you like what you hear, please follow rate, subscribe. You can message me on Instagram at Misty Seibel. You can email me at Sweet Home Seibel. Anything you want to hear about, anything you want to comment on, I am all ears. I'm open, willing, and accepting of whatever you have to say. Until next time, thanks for listening to Sweet Home Seibel. Mm-hmm.